so also watching all the different characters like not save people and like force them to be eaten is hilarious like watching uh ms marvel just walk up to someone i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends get their thoughts and opinions on any and all consumable content out there in the world. I'm Colin. And I'm John, and we are your hosts. <laughs> uh, today we are, yep. We are every day, actually. Uh, but oh, okay. today, specifically, we are going to oh. be talking about something. And that oh, yeah, something, something is... Wow. Yeah, it's a movie. Um, oh, okay. All right. I'm in. I'm in. We're going to talk about The Marvels. Hey! Um, so, Marvel's most recent movie the marvels um same name but you know twinsies twinsies wow nice good job yeah that was really cute good job yeah which one were you are you are you um kamala or are you brie larson who has a name as carol i have no idea (laughs) okay cool me either i'm not either thank you for saying the name now that way i don't have to ask for it later you are so welcome um yeah we're gonna talk about the marvels today um before we really jump in, let's give our one-sentence summaries. So, Colin, one sentence on the Marvels. You had time to think about it, did you? No. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Fun world-ending adventure team-up party. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh my sentence was more of like an abstract concept sentence um but we got there in the end yeah um the okay here's my sentence sorry that was a long pause (laughs) um the miss marvel movie with some really cool cameos yeah, that's a better sentence. <laughs> that's um, a much better sentence. Cool. And before we really jump in, um, I do want to just let everybody know that we will be talking about different aspects of this movie, out of order probably, and in depth. Completely so, out of order. Um, if you have not seen it, there will be spoilers. Please go watch it or have a good time listening and learn if you think this movie is worth it for you through us. If we're the best judges of that for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, let's jump in, Colin. Colin, before we started, right. you said you had a few specific things you really wanted to talk about. Do you want to jump into those? Or do you have any, like, baseline sure. things let's first? Sure. Go, let's, go, let's go right in. All right, cool. Um, no, you're right. Baseline things first. Great. Okay. Baseline things Actually, first. Actually, no. We'll, we'll start. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's start. I'm following your lead, bud. <laughs> I'm in on whatever. Yep. Um, (laughs) All right. I want to talk about my criticisms first. Only because I feel like that will put my thoughts better outlined, better outlaid, better shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I wish that Marvel had more faith in this movie. Because it, it really feels like Marvel didn't have a lot of faith in it or, or something was going on behind the scenes where the movie didn't breathe in any one scene that it was in for long enough to really enjoy that scene before suddenly you were rushed into the next thing. I really enjoyed where this movie went and the characters in it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like it allowed itself to like sit and stay 
and it almost felt like Kamala Khan was really excitedly telling me the story of the movie the whole time yeah. and just was so excited about it that she didn't stop to enjoy like the quieter parts. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it was a bad movie, but to say that I really liked it and wanted more quiet, more down, more... I wanted to enjoy more the the areas that this movie went to. I think that, based on what you just said, um, I agree in some ways, right? I First, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. do you think that this movie is better than what the box office is showing right oh, now? And this absolutely. is so this is about three weeks after the movie came out that we're recording this. Yep. And it is on track to be the biggest flop that Marvel's ever had, money wise. Yep. I think that this movie is I think this way movie better is than theater wise it is showing. I think it's flopping in theaters because of Quantumania, um, because of Secret Invasion, because of Thor Four. You know, I, I think movies like that and projects like that are really affecting people's want to see a Marvel project. So here's on my top of, on well that on top of like oh it's a woman led film who wants to see a woman superhero masculinity being really annoying and writing just the worst things without even seeing the project. I don't disagree with anything you just said. I think that's all totally probably part of it. I think the biggest issue though that Marvel's having right now is because of all the crazy big intense things that have been happening and all like the serious death destruction crazy oh moments, i mean the yeah sad that moments. too the, those the, are, the world so does exist those are the no but like <laughs> those are the things that people are going to see marvel movies for right the movies mm-hmm. that have done really well are the saddest movies um end game incredible super sad no way home incredible super sad um black mm. panther wakanda oh, forever incredible okay. super sad Guardians 3, incredible, super sad. Any (laughs) of the lighthearted things that Marvel's put out have done so much worse. See, I thought you were talking about real-world events in the way that, like, well, because, like, the strike was going on, so they they couldn't promote it. Um, There's the whole war going on in Israel that's going on, the whole Ukrainian thing still going on. I mean, I'll give you that, yeah. So I I think that was a big part of it, too. Yeah, but I think... Because things like Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2 were a lot of fun. Yes, but it was like it was like post endgame because that was so grand and so big and there were some heart wrenching moments. That set the bar there. And now mm. anything that isn't that has been underperforming. Love and yeah. Thunder underperformed. Um Ant Man Quantumania underperformed. Secret Invasion, which wasn't good. I'll give it that. It wasn't good. Did I hate it? Hate it? No. It wasn't good. But I think it's because they tried to be too lighthearted with it. If they went dark with it, if they went espionage, super dark, that would have oh, been really cool. My my biggest... We'll, we'll talk about the Marvels in a second, but we're going to talk about Secret Invasion for oh. just a, a hot minute. Just okay. a hot minute. The entire series would have been amazing if it started with uh, the president's speech at the very end and went from there. That would have been good. That would have been amazing. You if know that what was else? the end of episode one... Yeah, that's fair. You and what else would have made it better? If they didn't kill Maria Hill in the first episode. You know what else would have made it better? If they actually hired uh, script writers who know how to write TV shows (laughs) and not movies. (laughs) You know what else would have made it better? If they actually made it comic accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, You know what else would have made it better? Any, Any cameo that came in. 
Um, it would have been like, oh, who's the scroll? Oh, who's the scroll? Oh, one guy. Gee, I wonder if he's a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The Marvels. The Marvels, yeah. Speaking of scrolls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There are scrolls in the Marvels. That's the whole premise of the, um, the beginning of this movie. And mm-hmm. it's the whole premise of Captain Marvel, which I think is really interesting, too, because this is oh, kind of the sequel other... to that as well as the sequel to Ms. Marvel. My other one critique, real quick. Yeah, bring it. Going back to where we were, I wish that they cut out the first scene. I wish we didn't see the bad guy, and that scene was either a little bit later mm-hmm. or was a flashback of some kind, and it started just with Kamala Khan in her room giving that whole like intro, I'm Ms. Marvel. Here's a little bit about me and what I hope to happen. I think that would have been a much nicer start. I think that's fair. Um, I love, though, that they did that, that they brought back that comic artwork, that drawing style. Oh, that style is so cool. So cool. Just to, like, introduce the whole premise again and take us back to the very end of Ms. Marvel um, and that moment where they all switch. And at the end of Ms. Marvel, I was like, What? So I was super excited to see more of the premise as to why that was happening and see the whole dynamic between um, Kamal Khan, um, Carol Danvers, and Monica Rambeau. I thought it was going to be super cool to see the dynamic between all three of them. And I really enjoyed their dynamic. I thought all three of them worked really well together. Um, oh, for sure. And, and when I was saying I want to talk about my critiques first, that's because I'm, I'm done talking about my critiques. Cool. Like, those are my critiques for the movie. Yeah. Watching them as a trio mm-hmm. was so much fun. Yeah, they worked so well together. And watching, watching Kamala grow through this movie, from being mm-hmm. this kid, seeing the hard thing happen, and then taking the initiative to do the hard thing later on in the movie. Just that growth, watching Which, it happen. And speaking awesome. of growth, let, let's talk about Marvel. The heroes didn't save everyone in this one. No. And it felt so much more high stakes throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. and it felt so much more impactful to the characters yeah and and that did force kamala to go through these kinds of changes and these kinds of things and that i want that in my marvel movies oh yeah i agree um what did you think of pause i want to find her name so i just say it because I the bad don't... guy yep mm. Um, cool. Okay. Unpause. Um, what did you think of Darben, the bad guy, the, the kind of like Ronin-esque character that we had in this movie? I felt like there were moments where she was menacing and Mm -hmm. that it really worked. And then there were other moments where it felt like concerned parent going to a PTA meeting. Um, but that's to say that it was good. You know, she was good. I wanted more out of her. Here's my complaint. And it's something that, honestly, I just thought of now as a complaint based on what you said. Um, mm-hmm. I think that she was too similar in her reason for doing what she was doing to Namor to do her justice. Because mm. yeah. this whole, I'm doing this to save my civilization because they're dying and they need help and we need to be able to do what we need to do it didn't hit as hard as it did with namor in wakanda forever 
Yeah. He was way scarier. He was way more menacing. Even though he had feathers on his feet, he was way tougher and way cooler. And I can't wait to see more of him. Um, Darben, I didn't care for. She felt like a mix of that and a sad version of Ronan from the first Guardians movie. And and that's kind of what I meant when I was saying, like, I wish that it, it, the movie let itself sit in particular moments and particular beats for a second show more of that power that that she's wielding destroying things show more of that her kind of i'm willing to kill everybody else to save my home world mm-hmm. um and the ending fight didn't feel long enough i think that was intentional <clears throat> because they wanted well actually no i think you're right the ending fight could have been longer because this is on record, like I'm, I'm, the shortest Marvel movie, runtime-wise. It's really short. And they could have let that fight be longer and sit in that fight and still have the whole Monica goes and tries to save everyone while losing herself in the process. I, and I it wouldn't have felt over, so- over the top. I'm wondering if there's some sort of director's cut out there. I don't know. I'm sure we won't ever see it. Maybe yeah. there's some deleted scenes we can see, but that's about I, it. I would, I, you know what, I would love to see, like, 10, 15, 20 years from now, if Marvel were to release a box set of all the director's cuts of all the movies. I think that'd be cool. That'd be amazing. I'd love to see more of every single movie, not gonna lie. Even the ones that aren't great. Yeah. I'd still love I mean, to see the, it. The deleted scenes from, from uh, Thor 2 make that movie better. Yeah, exactly. Um, sometimes I do wonder why they take out the things they take out. And I'm sure there's a lot of thought that goes into it and a lot of reasoning behind it. Um, but then watching those deleted scenes, I'm like, why would they take that out? That's 30 seconds, and it explains so much to me. Yeah. You uh, You want to know my biggest complaint about this movie? Let's hear it. And it's so stupid and so nerdy. It Uh-oh. completely discredits the entire Cosmic Rewind <laughs> ride. Everything that we learn in that ride doesn't matter anymore. And I went on that this summer for the first time, and I was so happy because it explained jump points. And this movie takes what they say, and it makes it non-existent in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I hate that. (laughs) I mean, it exists. Does it? Ish. No. These two bands made the jump (laughs) points, Colin. We learned that in this movie. And the... Power from the bands is what goes into cosmic generators. Is it? Is it? Because the one band was lost on a rock for forever, okay? And Uh the other one's in the hand of a teenage girl, so I don't think so. (laughs) Until they say otherwise, that's my headcanon. That leads to another question, though. Are there other bands like that? Well, apparently it's just the two. Forever? Forever. That we know of. They're inside all the other cosmic generators. That's why there's oh, not many of them. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Um, I did think for a time period going into this movie that these armbands were going to be linked to, like, Shang-Chi's Ten Rings. Um, I don't think they are. I think they're completely different cosmic forces, and I'm still so curious about what those rings are leading to because we got that tease at the end of Shang-Chi and have no idea yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very curious about that. And, there, and the, sec- the, the second movie is in development. Good. That's my side tangent. We're back. Hello. We're Welcome back. back to the Marvels. We are talking about the Marvels, we promise. 
Well, we're talking about Marvel. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the Marvels every once in a while. Um, speaking of the three of them again, of mm-hmm. Monica, Carol, and Kamala, I love the fight choreography that the three of them come up with. Um, once they figure out how to use their jumping between each other and they get good at it, the way that they fight together is so cool to watch. Yeah. Um, and I know that a lot of people don't like that they changed Miss Marvel's superpower for the MCU. I it's think fine. I think it's such a cool power. I think it's so much cooler than stretchy. It works a lot towards them being able to do this sort of team up. For sure. And it allows it to look distinct from uh from the Fantastic Four, which yeah. is a property we know that they're actively working on. I just think it's a much so, like, cooler power. Yeah. Turning light I mean, into physical matter. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's it so also cool. looks really good. It does. Like that's the one iridescent thing, purple. It looks great. There's that's this one movie thing looks great. I will say about this movie. Um overall, there are a couple moments, but overall the CG in this movie I think is better than it's been. Oh, it's incredible. So much better than what we've gotten in the last year and a half. Yeah. Save for Guardians. Guardians was fine. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but a lot of the recent movies have not been, and this one I think kind of took a step back in the right direction. CG wise, at least. Oh, without a doubt, uh, the costumes in this movie were really good too. I love the reveal of all three of their, like, comic accurate costumes um, mm-hmm. on the the water planet. So we're gonna talk about that water. <laughs> yeah, planet we are. We're gonna talk about the water planet in a minute. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. <laughs> um, but I thought their costumes were awesome, and I love that the guy was mm-hmm. like, "Use the scarf," and I was like, "That's such a cool move," and it was great. And and you know what? It gives her a different type of thing to do too yes because like carol and monica are really powerful Mm -hmm. uh you know characters so this gives her that little something and it also gives a little ode to the stretchy you know part of her character because that's the kind of fighting that you would do as a stretchy character yep and i love that that's kind of what i took away from it too it gave her that stretchy feel um while not deteriorating the powers that she does have Mm-hmm. And it gave her a way to fight without being, without using her powers because she wasn't supposed to in that moment. So I thought that was cool. I liked it. What were your thoughts on uh, the costumes outside of their hero costumes? Like I'm talking everybody on the spaceship, everybody on the water world, on the dying planet, the scrolls. Um, I thought costumes were fine in this movie. I really liked the fact that they made Carol Danvers a person who wears normal person clothes when she's not on the job. Like, she wasn't just in her Captain Marvel outfit the whole time. Like, she still had it kind of there, but it, like, wasn't Mm -hmm. her, like, whole thing the whole time, which I loved. Yep. This movie also made the first Captain Marvel movie feel more realistic in yes. how she kind of approaches situations knowing that she didn't want to come home until she finished her mission mm-hmm. and, and and even then it didn't work out right yeah and and all the emotions that go into that there were some emotional moments with with this movie that i wasn't expecting i i, I guess i should have thought about because yeah her mom is gone mm-hmm. but and, and we knew about that since endgame yeah but but even still you know i agree um I'm a, we've talked about movies that make us cry. That's a previous episode. Go check it out. Um, 
I'm a sucker when it comes to like emotional moments. I cry at everything. I did not mm -hmm. cry in this movie, which um, given the amount of emotional things that happen in it, you would expect that. But I think that well, lends itself to what you said before about the fact mm -hmm. that they didn't sit in any of those moments long enough. It and went I, I from sad to, okay, next scene, we're done, we're moving on. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like I, it. I, I would I would have loved to have been able, not, I would have loved to have relished in a character's mom dying and, yeah. and the sadness for that. You know, mm -hmm. But for real though, that, like, that would have made the movie more impactful. Not Again, not that it wasn't good, mm -hmm. but it would have allowed it to breathe. Yes, for sure. Um... I think that's the fourth time I've said that now. <laughs> that is okay. Clearly, that's a sticking point. Um, All right, is is it time to talk about the water planet? Let's talk about the water planet. <laughs> um, I <laughs> uh, just hear, hearing the politics and and hearing the uh, something's going on with this planet. Something's going on with so, this planet. I thought we were going into a. I just real quick. I thought we were going into like a Men in Black to the locker situation. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think we were going Disney Planet. So I didn't know what I expected, but a full musical number was not it. It doesn't Multiple matter. Multiple musical numbers. It, that was the opposite of what I was ready for. <laughs> She's like, I helped him with a legal matter. I was like, okay, political situation. Let's talk politics for a minute in the Marvels. <laughs> no. She's married to a singing prince. Good for her. Incredible. Um, I... This this was the moment where I started enjoying the movie. Really? Okay. So the first half hour of this movie, I struggled with. I've seen it twice. Really? The first time I watched okay. it, nothing stuck. It all just happened. It was all so fast-paced. And watching it a second yeah. time made me understand that that was a 100% intentional move because it's supposed to be chaos. You're within mm -hmm. these three different people constantly changing their places. They don't know what's going on, so why should you know what's going on? And I get that now. I didn't like it the first time <laughs> at least, but like having that understanding of this is meant to be chaos and you're not supposed to feel comfortable and it's not supposed to make sense, it helped. Um, yeah. But once they're together, and they sit together and they work together and they learn things together and they become a team and it's more cohesive and it's no longer what's going on with my powers. It doesn't work anymore. And it's now let's use this to our advantage. Mm -hmm. The movie slows down. It's calmer. Yeah. You can sit yeah. in those moments a little bit more. And so we get to just kind of live in this water planet moment where yeah. we find out that Carol Danvers, <laughs> Captain Marvel is married first off politically yep. married to a mm -hmm. prince of this weird land where they only speak in song. That is their language. Yes, music is a universal language, but not in this way. I love that they took no. that so literally <laughs> and it cracks me up. Um, yeah. I I loved that. Um, I need to check something else. I'm sorry. I need to check something else really, really quick. It's very important to me. So hold tight while I do this. Holding tight. I apologize. Apology accepted. What is happening? Why does it not tell me? Okay, it's fine. Sorry, I was trying to figure out who the guy was that sang like 
the introduction to the three of them as they came into like the main oh the announcer guy yeah 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 um and i could not find out who he was and i'm really mad that i couldn't find it but that's okay he had a beautiful voice i'll give him that oh and that was the moment where i was like this is gonna be my favorite scene in the movie (laughs) (laughs) and um the the point that solidified it for me was when uh monica is trying to like talk and then carol's like no no need to worry he's bilingual (laughs) beautiful great i love that (laughs) oh it's awesome it was so so funny um i also also really enjoyed the fact that them like their alarm system is them singing the action music in that scene Uh uh-huh i really liked um the one shot of just the bass guy being like oh the whole time that was super funny (laughs) to me um i loved the captain marvel dress I thought it was oh, beautiful. Incredible. So cool yeah. to me. It was great. That's um, really why I brought up the costumes is because her outfit and the Ms. Marvel outfit mm-hmm. are fantastic. So cool. Um and then I really like how Monica has uh, like the little arm the, things she's and like, like the... <laughs> she's like are these too much? They're like yes. <laughs> she rips them up. It's awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. It was great. Um I love that that was actually Brie Larson singing also because she Was it really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know she can sing. Like, yeah. she has songs on Spotify and whatnot, but I didn't realize that that was, like, her yep. singing. And, sh- well, she's sung in other things. She sung in Scott Pilgrim. Um, oh, true. I keep forgetting that she was in that because so like, I really don't like that movie. It's okay. Uh, but, like, no. yeah, so I'm pretty sure that was legitimately her. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, and that's just super fun to me. So I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and then I was very sad when um, they left them all because yeah. I grew attached. So good job, Marvel, making me like them a lot. Just to <laughs> Go back to that pa- steal planet, all please. their water. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to that planet. Yep. Um, let's talk about Goose for a second. <sighs> Goose is Because I want to talk about my favorite part of this movie. Goose is honestly the star of the, the whole movie, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I knew there was going to be Goose. I knew Goose was a part of it, mainly just because of the trailer. I was excited to see... Mm-hmm how involved goose was i didn't expect it to be nearly as much as it was but he's everywhere is she she is everywhere yes Mm -hmm. explain that one colin so we find out um (laughs) that goose has been leaving these little egg sacs all around the planet uh planet around the space station that uh fury's on sword right that's what it is saber this one i think is saber yeah yeah and uh Goose, Goose's children are just running rampant, and they don't have enough escape pods, so they use Goose's children to eat everybody, and put all the cats onto the escape pod, and throw the escape pod out, and then they all start vomiting up all the people. The scene in which these kittens with tentacles wrapping out of their uh, <laughs> mouth and just eating people is incredibly... So funny terrifying and so funny, funny at the same time i just love and that it, you it hear just, like just in the background me... over the loudspeaker let the flurkins <laughs> eat you it's okay and everyone's just screaming uh, but that's awesome. it, it it really wants me wants me it really has me wanting marvel to make a horror film because the stuff that they can do on both the cosmic level on the, mm-hmm. the uh on the the supernatural level and on like just the regular, you know, everyday human level, it would be amazing. Yeah, it would be incredible because this, if you take out the funny bits, mm-hmm. is really scary and terrifying. Change the but music then it's just in the a background. Bunch of, yes, it's scary. 
but then it's just a bunch of kittens running around, and, yep. and it's fantastic. It's awesome. So also, watching all the different characters like not save people and like force them to be eaten is hilarious. Like watching uh, Ms. Marvel just walk up to someone, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed this scene from this movie. I enjoyed the water planet. And one thing that I know you said the beginning was a little chaotic for you. I loved that chaos. Yeah. And I thought the... Especially the moment with um, Kamala showing up on the ship and then realizing she's in space fighting aliens and then this cat just ate somebody to her falling out of the sky terrified to her bumping into Nick Fury and saying, oh, it's you. I knew today would happen. You know, know, things like that. And just really bringing that character from the show into this movie. I I think you nailed it on the head when, when you said this is her movie. Yeah. Uh, and Captain Marvel is in it. And yeah. Monica Rambeau is there. For sure. I mean, they're all so fundamental to making this movie a thing, right? And oh, it's they're not like background characters where no. you could remove them and it would change the movie. They all grow, though, right? They all have their own mm-hmm. version of growth, and it's all so different for each of them. Kamala is literally just growing up. Mm-hmm. Your standard growing up as much as standard as it, as it can be for a superhero meeting their and, and hero meeting and watching their, her do yeah. really, really hard things. Um, yeah. Monica grows um, in a very different way. One, she learns a lot more about her abilities and what she is able to do and what she's capable of in this kind of hero role, which she never wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But she also grows in forgiving Carol. Yeah. After learning why Carol made the decision she made to not come home. Oh, absolutely. Which, knowing, like you said, knowing that, it gives Carol so much more depth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much more hardship in her life than she's already had, which is so much. Oh, that's all. Um, learning that through the, like, the scroll torture device thing where you can go back and relive memories, learning that she uses that every night to try and gain the memories back that she lost 45, 50 years ago at this point, almost, that she still has not gotten back, that's insane. Like, that's awful. Um, Like, that must be so difficult. Um, Yeah. Especially when all these fake memories were what were implanted in your brain instead. Like, that's crazy. Um, Yeah. Um, and watching her growth and being more forgiving and being more understanding and also like taking on this mentor role for not only Kamala but also Monica in a way because she's the one who's done the hero thing she knows what it is about and she knows how difficult it can be getting to see her growth to kind of adapt that to teaching someone about it uh, it's kind of cool I really enjoyed watching Carol learn how to interact with people yeah or not learn how to but how to address i did mess up Mm -hmm. i'm sorry let me try this introduction again how i talked to you was not okay i thought that was a really sweet moment i thought that was was a fantastic and that and moments like that being able Mm -hmm. to sit in that kind of thing for a little bit longer just that conversation Mm -hmm. it's just them sitting on a ship and talking sure but it was great yep i loved the amount of goofy that was in this movie um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of goofy moments, a lot of fun stuff. Um, yeah. I love the montage of them learning how to use their powers in sync um, and use the switching to their advantage. That was a really fun montage to watch. They felt like friends. 
yeah, it was awesome. They grew a bond, which up until then they didn't have. I really yeah. love that they did not ever give Monica a superhero name. Yeah. I love Captain that. Monica Rambo, which is so cool because in the comics she has a name. Well, and the fact that she didn't want one and then wasn't just given to her and then she just had to roll her eyes and say, "Up, oh, that's who I am." Mhm. You know, she was no, I I don't want one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Done. And I love that cuz like in the comics her name is Photon. Which is a, a very name. cool name. I mean, I'm not mad at it, but it's I love that she's just her. And I she, did really enjoy the, oh, Vision. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. I enjoyed that, too. She was like, never mind. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I love that they tied in WandaVision because Monica was in it, so they had to bring it up again, which is great. They, um, they did enough also for people that haven't seen all the movies to be able to watch this and enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. One thing that like they, I... Like they, Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're no, no, you, you go. Nope. no, yours, mine, mine's a different tie-in, so you go first. All I was going to say is, like, the people that watched this probably have seen Endgame. They've probably seen Infinity War. And they're not expecting you to have seen everything else before this, including the Ms. Marvel show. Mm-hmm. So even if you haven't watched all those things, you still get a really good movie, but... Without having seen those, or with having seen those things, you get so much more context. Yeah, you know, and, and so much more. This is where this character is starting from, and why they are acting the way they are at the beginning of the movie, rather than them having to explain it all. Yeah, there was a part of me that was just very minorly disappointed that there was zero acknowledgement of secret invasion happening, and I think that's because yeah. of. Their filming schedule constantly changing, and it's more a real-world issue than a an MCU issue. No, it's an MCU issue because but, when they were filming, uh, when when they were filming Ms. Marvel, is when episodes of WandaVision were coming out. Yeah, and so I, uh, you know, all, all that's going on. But the people who filmed Multiverse of Madness, the people who wrote it, didn't talk to the writers of WandaVision. They hadn't even seen WandaVision by the time that they yeah. had started writing a script. So there was no communication between the two. So there was no good tie-in between the show and the movie. Fair enough. And I feel like that's a direct result of not having showrunners, of not having show writers, and not having cohesion at Marvel. For to sure. a point where they've admitted, yeah, we kind of messed up. We're going to take a step back and take all these projects and postpone them. Which, let me tell you, makes me so excited about Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. <laughs> because it will actually be something that I think is worth watching. Yeah. And, and not Secret Invasion di- 2. And it won't do a disservice to the Daredevil show that was on Netflix. Because that's a I, wonderful show, I think. I I think season two of that show is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Wilson Fisk being carried over into Marvel shows just how good that show was. Oh, yeah. And I... And expect him up, to see more of him. And him showing up in She-Hulk was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed his presence in She-Hulk. And so to know that his show is going to be good. I promise this review is about the Marvels. But it is. We're, it really is. There's so much about, happening Marvel-wise just overall, though, as a company, that I feel like yeah. because we're talking about a Marvel entity, it 
ties in, especially because all of this is current yeah. right now. And yeah. we haven't talked about anything since Guardians, and that was uh, maybe a minute six ago. months ago. Uh, it's uh, every Tuesday-ish, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yep. Did we talk about Guardians? We didn't talk about Guardians. We talked about it when we talked about movies that made us cry. That was it, though. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Go watch that episode. Uh, and by watch, I mean listen to. Mm -hmm. You could watch it with your eyes closed. That's what podcasts are for. <laughs> yeah. Um, envision us speaking. Yeah. No. No. Just listen. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but I am very excited for Daredevil because I loved the show that came out before and now that there will be showrunners and a an actual cohesive thing happening it's gonna be great so i'm excited about uh that. that being said apparently the uh show writer or the show creator not show writer because it didn't have a show well it did anyway the person who created loki the the show runner for that or whatever their version of that was is currently uh, has been picked as the writer for uh, um, Kang Dynasty. Cool. Which very has me cool. very excited about that because I think the shows that ended up being good, like Loki and WandaVision, were good surely by luck. Yeah. And surely by chance because the people involved knew what they were writing about, mm -hmm. knew what they were talking about, mm -hmm. and had it and had a really solid vision in mind. For sure. We could do a whole episode on both seasons of Loki if we really wanted. Um, mm hmm. And maybe we will eventually. Who knows? You know, we say that a lot. Maybe we will. We might not, but who cares? It's fine. <laughs> when we talk about Marvel Phase 5, it'll be in there, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. So instead, I'm going to jump somewhere else in this movie. And because we've been talking for a little while, I think we can talk about the end, and it's fine. Um, okay, not let's talk about the end, and then we'll talk about the end end. Okay, great. Cool. Um, first off, mm -hmm. overall, I thought this movie was very predictable, um, but I don't necessarily hold that against it. Um, okay. I didn't mind it, right? Like, the ending of Monica being like, I have to close it. I was like, okay, she's not coming back. Really? I You called that? I did not call that. As soon as she went through, for sure there was no way I thought, she was getting back. I thought that they were going to pull an Iron Man, uh, or an Iron Man in uh, the original Avengers movie, and I thought she was going to be able to then perceive things that had happened around and gain another power as okay. like a... You know, oh, I've seen the multiverse. Now I can actually see the multiverse kind of thing. Gotcha. That I thought that's what they were going to do. So much more elaborate than my brain went. She said, I have to close it from the other side. I'm like, she's not coming back. She's going to be on the other side. And that's what happened. Um, usually I'm yeah. the one who doesn't predict any of the things that happened. But that <laughs> one I like. I feel like I saw a mile away. Um, but that's fine. I didn't mind the fact that that happened. I was like, okay, great. This leaves room for more multiverse travel, and I wasn't mad at it. Yes, and it, and it really opens the door into having characters between the multiverses already and mm -hmm. kind of preps people for the idea that what you're going to get is going to be different. Yes. You, um, know, you know what moment in this almost made me teary-eyed? The one moment that really actually kind of got to me emotionally? It was mm -hmm. when they went and they sat in Monica's plane. Yeah. 
that was the moment because they sat in that moment. They didn't force yes. anything. And yes. that felt great oh, in a it was sad way, but like in a meaningful way. Yes. But it also was very hopeful because they were like, we'll get her back. And that was really cool too. Like they, they are not sitting there sulking like she's lost forever. They're like, no, we've navigated this now. We'll figure it out. But it wasn't even in like, uh, we'll get her back, and then immediately cut to Monica Rambeau will return. No, in that in that kind of way, it was very human. Yes, it was really nice. It was a it was mm-hmm. the most tender moment I think of the movie, and I enjoyed yeah. that for it. Um, Real quick before we talk about the end, end. Okay. I forgot how much fun Kamala's family was. So. <laughs> and I wasn't so expecting them to be in this movie for as much of it as they are. Mm-hmm. I really was not. I was expecting her to get uh, taken from her home. Okay, Kamala, come back. You know, be careful with my daughter, that kind of thing. Yeah. Not, hey, we're taking you up in the space elevator and we're going to take you on the space station. It was awesome, though. Oh, oops. Sorry about the cats everywhere. You know? I love overprotective mom. Um... Great. <laughs> <laughs> basically saying if you're not okay when you get back i will find her and i will kill her (laughs) so funny to me (laughs) i i I really enjoy the fact that she said it and then immediately carol is saying what'd she say nothing nothing nothing. no No. we're good (laughs) it was so funny um no i loved her family as well all right colin the end end all right we're we're talking about it um pause which one came first i don't remember was it Kamala or first? was it Monica? Which one happened first in the movie? Was it Kamala first? Kamala happened first, right? Kamala what? The scene with Kamala in it. Oh, Kamala scene happens first. Okay, great. Um, yeah, the end end. All right, I... real quick with real quick before we talk about the end end. You can leave this in. I don't care. I know. Um, having uh, Hawkeye show up. Fantastic. And yeah, I am calling her Hawkeye because she's Hawkeye now. This is the end end, Colin. This is one of the end ends. This counts. This happened before the other end end okay, thing. Okay, I know. But can I, I tell you... I thought that's what you meant between the end and the end end. Um, kind of, but not really. Uh, but it's fine. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you how long I have been waiting for this? Just How long have you been waiting for this? A long time. Um, oh wow! <laughs> but more than me, I feel like every time I talk to Marissa, Marissa's my lovely wife. Um, for anybody listening that doesn't know that, Colin knows that. Sorry. Um, uh, Wait, what? You guys yeah, are I know. married? Yep. Wow. You were my best man. You forgot? That's true. Dang. Nope. Um, oh man. Oh jeez. Any time that I feel like I talk about Marvel to Marissa, she's like, "When are we getting Young Avengers? When is this happening?" And this made me so happy. <laughs> to actually have happen um, because one I loved Kate Bishop in Hawkeye I loved her so much I mm-hmm. thought she was awesome I can't wait to see her as Hawkeye in a Young Avengers movie I'm excited to see more from um, Cassie Lang that's going to be awesome as Stinger that's going to be so cool mm-hmm. um, I hope that the lack of revenue from this movie doesn't stop that from happening anytime soon i think with everything going on with the strikes and everything else going on in the world i think there's a enough of a this is what is working this is what's not working yeah you know 
And, and I think there are definitely moments that come out of this that will then lead to better things. And there's things that they can't take back anymore either. For instance, they do have uh, Kate Bishop show up, and Hawkeye was pretty well received. It was. And Ms. Marvel showing up in that, I don't think is going to be a detriment. No, I don't um, think so either. I, I, I do have to ask, though, with how she showed up on that couch and, and the whole speech that she has is definitely a callback to the first Iron Man movie. 100%. It's supposed to be. Does, that means that one of two things happened. It means either Nick Fury told Kamala how she, how he recruited Iron Man, which sounds like something that she would pester him for until uh, he relents and, and gives up and, and, and tells the story and she wants every excruciating detail. Mm-hmm. Or that's her making it up on the spot and because her and Nick Fury happen to think somewhat similarly in terms of like, oh, I get it. This is my test. Oh, like not being meta about it, but kind of understanding like what's happening. Yeah. That she thinks that that's the right way to go about that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, if we're going to think that deep into it, it has to be one of those two things. I think, but I'm not. I'm not sure which one I like more. Though I don't know. I think either. they're both hilarious. I know that deep down, it's really just the writers were like, "You're doing this," and Amon Valani, oh. who plays Kamala Khan, was like, "Yes, I am," because she is. <laughs> you, you honestly, can, you can see it on her face. She's the biggest the only... Marvel nerd. She like just watching interviews it's, with her post yeah. this movie. She's the biggest nerd, and I love it. Even even post Miss Marvel, you could you could tell, but um, you could tell that this also was the only scene where she wasn't playing Kamala. Yeah, she and was just can being see it on her face. and it was awesome. But, but, but you can see it on her face that she's trying so hard to act, but mm-hmm. cannot stop smiling, <laughs> <laughs> and can't stop being like, I'm saying this line in a movie. Like, I loved it so much. I thought it was great. Um, it made me... I, I got really, so excited about it. I really enjoyed... Uh, I can't remember her actual name. Uh, Kate Bishop's response to... Katie Steinfeld. Yeah, it it felt true to the character. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And I know it was just a little bit part, but it was great. I love that Kamala was like, you're a kid, I'm a kid. And she's like, I'm I'm 23. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, she's an adult. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a very good response. It was great. Um, Okay, sorry. The real end end. Ready? Are you? Sure. This made me equally excited. They set up so many things with these two end scenes. With her mom, her mom's actress playing, I I don't know who the character is, uh, sitting next to her. The reveal, I thought was just going to be, oh, this is just a universe where uh, she lived or or something. And we were going to get like a parallel universe. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize we were jumping into the Fox universe. Yeah. Or... I guess it's the uh, X-Men universe. Something like that. Oh, I don't know. But that is... Um, but yeah, I didn't realize even watching it until I like did a little research that Maria Rambo in that um, universe is like the counterpart of Miss Marvel. That is who she is in that universe. Is it? Is, oh, okay. Is, yeah. Okay. Because um, she, gotcha. she has the armbands. I don't know if you caught that. I did she not. Does. I was more so shocked by the of... fact that Beast was in the background. Beast was very much in the background. <laughs> and oh my gosh. 
One, he looks great. Colin, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's finally it happening. actually legitimately happening. Not just teased <laughs> with a Charles Xavier death. Excuse not just teased me. with a fake Evan Peters Quicksilver joke. To... Which, by the way, bring him back. I don't know if they will. I, I, I don't know if they will either. But Because they used him to make a stupid joke. No, I know. But bring him back. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it either, especially if that's who he is in this universe. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like it just so happened they to could. line up, and it was. Or if he was from that universe and somehow got teleported there, I don't care what sort of backflips they have to do. I think that would make for an amazing cast. For sure. Listen, I love choice. Evan Peters. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I love mm-hmm. his Quicksilver. I really do. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. That's really why I want it. Do you think that? Patrick Stewart will be Charles Xavier. I think I think he will. And I think part of that is because um, the next movie that we're getting, well, the next show that we're getting is Echo. Echo is not going to have anything to do with, uh, with this. No. The next movie that we're getting, the only movie that we're getting next year from Marvel is Deadpool 3. Yep. Which is how Deadpool goes into the MCU. Yes. Like, that is going to be his ending point in this movie, whether or not he's alive or dead, whether or not he continues as a character. He's going to bring things from his universe into this universe. Yes. I think that includes some things from Fox, and I think some things are going to change in that changeover. I think we're going to see a throwback to every single X-Men that's ever been, and it's going to be a love letter to X-Men as well as a Deadpool 3 change into the Marvel Universe and bringing X-Men into the universe. Here's my thing. We already had Patrick Stewart, right? Mm-hmm. And he died. Very quickly, right. very suddenly. In a different universe. In a different universe. I know that because it's multiverse, they can do literally whatever they want. They can bring whatever actors, however many times they want to, back. My argument is, if they're not going to bring John Krasinski back as an actual Mr. Fantastic, which I'm kind of bummed about because I really wanted to see him in more of a role for that, I don't think they should bring other Are people back. Are you saying that Pedro Pascal isn't a good Mr. Fantastic? I think, he'd be a, I think he's a great anything. Don't get me wrong. I love Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. He'll be wonderful. I know he'll do a great job. I do love John Krasinski, and I think that they wasted him on two lines. Um, that is what it is. I think yep. that Patrick Stewart has definitely had his moment. It's come and gone mm-hmm. a long time ago. Um, I think if they should bring anyone back as Xavier, it's James McAvoy. Oh, I think they should bring both back, but give McAvoy more to do. Plus, Patrick Stewart is so old. I love yeah. him, but he is so old yeah. at this point. I don't know how much he would be capable of. Nothing against him. Granted, no, he can for, be in a wheelchair sure. the whole time, and that's good for him. But and that's why I was saying have have McAvoy do the majority of the yeah. of the X stuff, but have the two of them talk. I'm just curious have the to two see. of them just acknowledge each other. I'm I don't know what's going to happen. Sure. That movie's going to be wild. Yeah, but um, having this as a post credit scene teaser too, I think is a bold choice by Marvel mm-hmm. and a definite reach for hey we hear you we know that we bought fox eight billion years ago it is coming yeah and i think everybody's wanted it sooner but there hasn't been a time or a place where it's made actual legitimate sense right 
But now they have messed with the multiverse enough that literally anything's possible. This saga, this whole multiverse saga, phase four, five, six, this is the time to mess with it and make it happen. And, 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 you, know, and you know what it could even lead to? It could lead to X-Men stories that don't take place in the MCU mm-hmm. in characters in another universe. Yeah. And I think that they can get away with that by something as simple as the logo at the beginning instead of going red goes a different color. Yeah. Like Loki, it went green. You know that that was dealing mm-hmm. with the TVA and all Loki stuff. Yep. But you, you, or you could even include like a little number. We leave six one six and go to another number. You, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of. They can do so many different things to have standalone stories again. For sure. That don't take place with this greater idea of having to do everything in this, you yep. know, extremely expensive television show that they're making. Yes, and I love that. I think that's really really cool. I agree with you. So that's nice. Um, I think it's nice that you agree with me too. I think <laughs> we're about ready to wrap this thing up also. Oh, man. I, so, I to get my um, before we do, though, Colin, Uh-oh. I, I'm i going to be honest. I have no idea what you're going to rate this movie, but I guarantee you it is higher than I initially expected. And let me tell you oh, why. Okay. I came into recording this knowing nothing about your feelings about the movie and yep. only your feelings about Ms. Marvel, the TV show, which is on record as your least favorite entity in phase four. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't sure I, if you I, were going to enjoy so this much. movie or not. Well, the, the, I, and, I, and I said this when we talked about phase four. Ms. Marvel, I loved the art style. I'm sad that it went away for the entire middle part of the show and then came back. And I just wasn't the target audience for a high school rom-com, you know, type show. And I didn't like the bad guys and whole thing. But you can go listen to my full thoughts on that episode. Yep. In this, it was not held back by any of those things. One, I was the target audience. I am a Marvel fan. I enjoy all things Marvel. I think it's great. Two, her art style is front and center in this movie. The, sec- the, the second scene in this movie is her kind of explaining who she is and why she is, set to this amazing animation style where it's her drawing in a book, explaining who she is for those that haven't seen the show, as well as what she wants. What is this character about? Yeah. And, and really defining what this character starts out as versus what it ends as, you know? Totally. And having her kind of crazy i'm gonna create a superhero name for monica rambeau i'm oh my god this is an avengers test like freak out Mm -hmm. is not the central part of this and is just a character within it yeah and balances incredibly well with carol who's you know devoid of trying to have any interactions with anybody that way she doesn't hurt anyone and Monica, who's just trying to make sense of the fact that now there's this little kid, and oh, by the way, my aunt friend is now the same age as me, and and having all three of those things mashing together at the same time really balanced it. Cool. And I thought she was so much more fun to watch, having other things to bounce off of, and not being like the central thing, even though this kind of is her movie. Totally. All right. So, what's your rating? On a scale of one to five. One to five? I think... I, the, the two complaints that I had, the one about the, the first scene in the movie should not have been the first scene. Yeah, I think that would have made the movie better, but that's just a nitpick. I really 
was taken out of it by how fast-paced this movie was Mm -hmm. in that it didn't allow you to breathe in those scenes that were really good. And it would have been like a 4.5, but I have to do a 4. Okay, that's totally fair. 4 is still good. Um, So yeah, that entire monologue is to why I rated a 4. What about you, John? What what would you rate this movie? Um, If this was right after I'd seen it the first time, I probably would have given it a 3.5. Um, because that entire first half hour, first time watching it, I was like, I can't focus on anything. And I didn't like that. Um, again, though, I yeah. talked about after watching it the second time, it clarified a lot for me in terms of why, right? Going in, knowing what to expect, going and being able to see it again with a fresh mindset and just go in and notice things that I didn't get to notice the first time, things like that. It definitely gave it, a little bit more justification for why it was made that way and it wasn't just mishmashed together there are definitely parts of this movie that were mishmashed together hence the really fast pacing at some points that did take those tender heartfelt moments away um but despite that i think i would also give it a four um not a 4.5 or a five like um guardians or some of the other ones that we have watched and talked about in the past right um but still good definitely enjoyable i think when we talk about phase five uh this is gonna show up i don't know where it's gonna show up in the rankings but i wouldn't be surprised if this ends up on my list cool no i really enjoyed it i wish that more people felt the same way rating i wish more people go see this Go see the movie. I mean, I know yeah. that like you guys are here because you've heard all this, you know, yep. all basically every spoiler out of the movie. But convince other people to go see it. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. I, you know, you know, I wouldn't be surprised too if there's some sort of economic factor going on because like Elemental in the theaters was not, you know, it was seen as a flop. But everything it was is on a streaming service a month after it comes out in the theaters. Nobody wants Dis- to go anywhere. It was Disney's highest uh, viewed movie. When it, when it debuted on the on the service. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if this has a huge Disney Plus surge. I'm you know? sure it will. I wish that that mattered more in terms of potential yeah. for things coming next, but it is what it is. Um, I'm personally a big fan of the movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed what you heard today, and if you did, don't forget to rate us that five-star rating on whatever podcast listening place you like to use. And if you didn't enjoy what you heard today, we will find Goose or one of her many babies and just give you a little flirkin' ride. Um, oh, wow. We'll let you out, don't worry, but it will be traumatizing in the moment. It, it really will flirk you up. You so know? instead, go give us that five-star rating. I'm just going to pass over your bad joke <laughs> that you just made. Um, there are new episodes of the other brothers podcast every not every tuesday but every no, tuesday it's every tuesday ish every tuesday ish we, 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 we lean whatever we want we lean really hard into the ish sometimes God, but, i love it um every tuesday ish and, and and speaking of the ish and, and things that we lean into uh, we could really use some suggestions for what we should review next and you can let us know on twitter instagram or tiktok at other bros pod what and you most, would like to hear us talk about and uh-huh. yeah throw you off a little bit twice now Four times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're evil. And most importantly, tell your friends about us. I've been Colin. And I've been John. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, and we'll see you next time. All right, see you guys.